0: Welcome to the Globe Girl podcast. I'm Kyra Mitchell Lewis and thank you all for joining. Hope everyone is doing well today. I hope you are having a good week so far. Um, I hope your weather is getting cooler. I don't know where you all are, but in the world, um, where you may be listening or watching from, but I hope that you are getting to experience fall. Um, we're at that sort of weird point here in Atlanta. I live in Georgia. And um, it's, you know, kind of cool in mornings and then it's like super hot in the afternoons, but hey, doesn't stop me from putting on a sweater or a sweatshirt shirt and busting out the fall attire. All right, um, well, today I am excited to talk about body image and talk about learning to love our bodies so leaning into loving our bodies is what i'll be chatting about with my guest alex hart alex is a body image and mindset coach who specializes in transforming body beliefs helping women to focus more on living the life in the body and loving that life in the body that you have now so Definitely, it's going to be a great conversation. Um, I love talking about um, body image and definitely a all thing mindset. So stay tuned, I'll be right back with Alex. Welcome back to the Globe Girl Podcast. I'm Kyra. Thank you all for joining. I'm so pleased to have Alex join me at with the podcast now. So welcome to the Globe Girl Podcast, Alex. Thank you so much for having me today, Kyra. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Well, let's get started by having you tell everyone out there listening and watching who you are and what you do.
1: Yeah. Hey everyone. So I am Alex Hart. I am A mindset and body image coach so um i specifically focus on helping people bridge that relationship sometimes with your body and how people you feel people perceive your body and how you perceive it yourself and kind of help work through some of that so that you can come to a relationship with your body and yourself where you're living your life and not focus so much on like what you feel or think people are thinking about you. It's like, it's a transformational, it's all about making you feel good and living your life because we only get one life. And like, if we're not living it now, I mean, we're going to miss out on so much. So I really kind of am a big spearhead for women, um, especially women being able to feel comfortable and confident in the bodies that they have now.
0: Awesome. Awesome. That's so great. That's so great. Um, why don't you tell us? Why don't we start with you talking about your own journey? Um how and what led you to become a body image coach?
1: Yeah, oh my goodness. Where to begin? I I feel like I'll just start with an easy the the, the smaller version, but um we I grew up in the 90s like my mom was all into every single diet possible and I feel like Um, they talk a lot about generational trauma that comes from kind of seeing how your parents and your, your mom feels about her body and how that relates to the diet culture world. And then also other relationships and how you can kind of then take on that. And I, I definitely did. I took on a lot of her feelings that she had about her body and kind of. It made me feel like I had to look a certain way to be attractive. I had to um, you know, diet to like keep my, my weight off and be thin. And, um, and that journey led me through a good portion of my life from teenage years where I was basically, you know, I was proud of myself for not eating. And when I could wear a crop top for a hot minute, I was like, this is, this is the life. This is the best thing to like, as an, uh, 30 year old, um, realizing that like I had spent most of my life, just focused so much on what I looked like on the outside from dieting to exercise. Um, I, I distinctly remember at one point in time, just feeling like I feel empty. I feel like I, I don't, I haven't experienced things. I've been so stuck in this. It was a really weird feeling. And so when I finally like I sat down with my husband. I was like, what do I do here? (laughs) I was like, I, have I'm the, I'm the right weight. I wanted to be, I'm like this, I've done three marathons. I've, I've like the fitness industry. I've done it all. And I was like, I, but I just don't feel happy in my body and I don't feel happy with who I am. And, um, he was just like, you gotta find what makes you happy. And like, that sounds like such a cliche piece of advice, but In that instance, I had been living a life for everybody else and not a life for myself. And so um, I had to go through and kind of go through a lot of these stories that I had kept and held on to about myself and my body and like unlearn a lot of it and like just start to treat myself with respect. Because, and I know we'll kind of get to this a little later, but what happens when we're so focused on our body image is we don't also have that same like respect for ourselves. We don't see ourselves. Um, we don't treat ourselves and talk to ourselves the way that we should. And when you kind of step away from that and kind of see all those years that you've been doing that to yourself, you're kind of like, man, I'm like worth so much more than I'm giving myself credit for. Um, yeah. and I think that was a big re- re- realization and revelation for me. Oh,
0: yeah. No, thank you so much for, for sharing that. Um, I think that's so true. Um, I grew up in the, um, pretty much eighties, nineties. And yeah, you're right. Like it was always, all there were so many quick fixes, right? So many things. And you watch people, like I remember just watching people like diet around me, you know, or people like going up and down with their weight. And I was like, I, I mean, now I'm, I've, I've, I was up, I've been an up and down since I've been an adult, <laughs> I've been an adult but that's another story um but you know but you're right like sort of watching your your parents or those people in your lives like I remember like my mom my mom has just like a thin frame like that's just her body makeup so she's like little she's like short and thin and then I remember like having an an aunt that I watched like diet for like the most of my like childhood and like Sometimes she'd be like, she'd be like big auntie. Sometimes she'd be like small auntie. And then, you know, in the middle. And I just remember thinking to myself, like, as a child, like, wow, like, why would you just want to be, why would you want to do that so many times to yourself? Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, like, like I say, now I'm, I'm, I'm at a place in my life to where it's like, I work out, but I like to eat. I want to eat, I'm going to eat and I'm going to work out. And, but I'm going to love, I'm going to love me at the size, like whatever the size is. And there's a difference in seeing somebody up and down and they're not, like you said, they're not happy. Like they're not happy until they get really small. And then that doesn't last because ultimately they're still not really happy. And so there are other things that need to like, they need to work on, but it's like, so, you know, but I'm like, yeah, I mean, That, that weight all came from just cause I like cakes. I like sweets and I like sugar and, you know, and, and then you choose and, but you can love yourself like at every size. Like you should love yourself at no matter what the size, it's okay to want to be healthy and want to do better and evolve and be a better version of yourself. But you should never tell yourself that you're not like capable of being loved at a size that doesn't, feel like it's where you want to be, because we're all evolving all the time.
1: I love that. I think that's kind of add on that, like bodies change. Uh, we go through seasons. That's part of what we do in life. And like, as a society, we try to make it seem like you can't go through a season where you're bigger at one point and skinnier at one point, like, that's like unhealthy and awful. And you should be the same. And that's just not reality. And so like, part of what I do is just like bring reality to your bodies change. Um, that doesn't affect who you are, your worth or anything like that. That's just part of life
0: seasons. Yeah. I love, I love that because that is just so true. I mean, that's just true. I mean, there are going to be times where you might have a little extra love, you know, there's a little bit more of me to love. (laughs) And I always told my husband, I was like, man, I was like, you know even at times when i was younger and i would get upset when i was changing my, my body was changing especially like when i got married my body totally like went through like a change and i didn't have anybody's kids or anything i was just like where'd this extra like love weight come from all of a sudden there's like a extra 20 pounds that i never met before <laughs> but um, <laughs> but i think the thing that is all you know like you said if you Have the confidence in yourself and you love yourself, and other people see that people don't even really see the you that you think people are seeing because you're like, Oh, I put on extra weight and somebody's gonna notice. First of all, I don't care if you notice, you ask, and if you're bold enough to come ask me that, then you know, (laughs) that's That's another, (laughs) right? That's another conversation. But I just remember my husband being like, One day, I think I was saying when I was young, when we were like, probably maybe five, eight years in the marriage. And I mean, and so I remember saying something like, man, I know you're probably like, I'm married to a different Kyra every year. <laughs> and he was just like, I don't know, I really like pay it, notice that stuff. He's like, you're still just you to me. And I'll, um, you know, and like, I think we've been, we've been married now for 18 years. And I think I remember like writing him a note, like I was writing him a love letter. And I was like, you know, you've literally loved me at like every phase of my life. Um, and almost like you said, like every season, because it it's not just like your body, it could be different things about you that evolve. And I think it's like really cool because he's like, yeah, because I noticed that he's like, cause I know that you love yourself and you're not being hard on yourself. So it makes it very easy for me to love you all, you know, like regardless. So I think that's pretty cool. That's awesome. I love that. <laughs> So, um, what would you say, what, what's one of like the number one reason why women should, um, dive into our thoughts and feelings about our body and, um, what impact can that have on our lives?
1: It's funny you bring that up. Cause I was just reading this book, um, Atlas of the Heart by Brene Brown. And, um, she talks a lot about shame and, um, not saying that every body image issue is related to shame, but there, I think that as women um, throughout li- our lives, we carry a lot of the weight and like emotions and sometimes like things, perceptions of other people on our shoulders and we never dig down. And um, the thing about shame is like, if you don't feel confident in your body, it's because there's probably something like you're, you're afraid of, or you're sh- ashamed of that maybe. Um, either is a long time story that you're carrying on or something new, but when you hold on to it, shame festers. And that's what Brene Brown talks about. She's like, shame does its best work when we're in isolation. And Mm -hmm. so why we need to be more open about our body image conversations and really create a community of women who actually support us in this, in these conversations is because when we, when we are vulnerable and we release that kind of shame, shame can't live anymore. It's, it's out there in the open, you know, yeah. we've talked about it, we've shared it. We're, and we're finding community of people who are like, yeah, I, I feel that same. I've been there. Like, yeah. I understand where you're coming from. Um, and just like hear your story and without having to like fix it, but being able to go through that, what that does is that helps you number one, not feel alone. And when we are stuck in like a body image or body shame cycle, we feel alone we feel like we're the only one out there it also helps us kind of open our worldview. like you said perception is everything and the way we're perceiving ourselves is not necessarily the way everybody else is and so if we hold on to the shame and we don't talk about it then we're also holding on to that perception that's not real and so it really just kind of brings into this whole like reality of like oh my goodness the way that i'm seeing myself isn't the way i'm actually putting myself out there and i should see who i really am and how amazing I really am being seen by other people. And so that's really why I think it's so important to have these conversations and put it out there.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, that is so true. And I think, you know, it's so interesting how like a lot of times you don't even think about these things until you have conversations, right? That you're so, it's so true that anything that we feel shame, as long as we're like holding it, you know, in our little box to ourselves, And allowing for it to just, because it's, it's self-talk is always negative. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's self-talk is telling you how worthless you are, you know, you don't deserve this, you know, people see you this way. This is what they think of you. And when you can just open yourself in your heart to the stories and sharing with other people, like how beautiful it can be to release that, like you said. Because I mean, ten, I mean, nine out of ten times, the things that we're sitting over here like thinking about. Oh, they don't really probably like the way my hair curls this way. And there's somebody who's like sitting there and saying, "Oh my god, I love how our hair curls that way." <laughs> but man, what what look, what worlds it would be, right? If we could all release those things. I know we're saying it as if, um, but and by no means are we saying it, and that is easy to do because no. it, it's a it's a process and it takes it takes time. Um, but I would say to anyone out there, if you are just willing to take a first step, um, it, it can open, um, it can open up a different world for you.
1: Yeah. I think it's, it's scary to be vulnerable. Um, yeah. as someone who doesn't do it for so long, that's part of what kept me in those cycles was I was afraid to be vulnerable. Um, but when you start to kind of open and peel back those layers, you find that you're not alone and you yeah. build a support system that's like, um it just it helps you and so and like helps you be more vulnerable and it it changes everything for you so for sure
0: yes i agree with you um alex what keeps us from being at peace with our bodies
1: oh man where do we begin (laughs) i feel like that is such a loaded question um i i honestly think from my experience and I'm speaking from my own personal experience and some of the people that I've worked with um it is honestly the fact that um what society has perpetuated is what the ideal health body attractive mm-hmm. person looks like and what we do as common humans uh, and as like humans is compare ourselves to that standard that's been put out there and we don't take into account anything else, like genetics, anything else that can like be a part of that conversation. And so when yeah. society puts this vision out there, um, there's no way you can be at peace until you've like realized, kind of broken down those barriers and been like, this, this vision isn't real. This doesn't take into account my genetics. It doesn't take into account life. It doesn't take into account that I just had a baby. Like, It doesn't take into account any of that. And so um I really do think that's the biggest thing is there's a lot of misinformation out there about what you know and I'm not saying I have all the answers but I feel like we were so used to like just follow this diet try this do this this mm-hmm. is how I'm gonna help you and like none of it is based on who you are and your genetic makeup and we have to take a step back and like be like that's what society's saying but what do I need what's good mm-hmm. for me what actually makes sense for who I am and the life that I live live. I'm, I'll add one little story to that is like, uh, everybody loves JLo. Like she's got, she's 50 years old and has a killer body. We get that. Um, but like what she does to get that killer body is not real like life for a lot of us. And that's, okay. but that doesn't make that body, the ideal body. You know what I'm saying? It has to be shifted.
0: Yeah. It's, it's perception is not reality. So, (laughs) um, you know, and and I I do think it's it's very unfortunate because, you know, we've got things, you know, Instagram and we've got people opening up Instagram all the time and seeing people that all look a certain way, Mm -hmm. um, you know, um, and and people immediately don't identify or, you know, I don't look that way. There must be something wrong with me or, you know, I, I think I hear I've heard people say like, oh, my God, like, what are they feeding these younger kids? You know, they all look. And it's just like you said, it's still a thing of like genetics. I mean, kudos to the. And, And again, we don't know what those people are doing. Like, we don't know what people are doing to sort of like create these standards that of beauty for them. But I think that like beauty is 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 still it's still in the eye of the beholder, and I think like, if you think, if you can, if your inner beauty is is pouring and, and releasing, people will see that. I mean, and it's just going to be beautiful. Like you're just going to be a beautiful person. You start with the inside out. I mean, we all just look different. I mean, gosh knows. I mean, yeah, I think JLo's like awesome. I think she's super pretty and I applaud her, especially like at her age, to still be kicked butt like that, but I mean, like you said, I mean JLo's also got like private chefs, chefs, and 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 trainers, and you know nobody's telling her. Somebody's telling her like, don't eat those cookies today, <laughs> JLo. Don't eat those cookies, girl. You know, and so it's just they're different, just different worlds. People live in different different lanes. And I think that we just have to do, we have to just do a better job of celebrating our own beauty. Um, and and I, I love a lot of like, you know, I think Ulta has a campaign now that like is talking about like beauty and just finding beauty in different people. And they're just like, the commercial has like all these different types of women. Like um there nobody looks like looks the same. They're just all different people, different ethnicities. And I think it's just really cool because I think we just unfortunately have to always remind people and ourselves that we're all, we all are unique and we all um bring beauty to the table in a different way. Oh, I love that. I love that.
1: Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Beauty is, and like you said, um, beauty is like from an inside job. It's an inside from the inside out. Right. Yes, um, yes. And nobody at the end of the day, like kind of morbid, but when you talk about your eulogy, nobody's sitting there thinking, Oh my God, she was a size two. I'm like, <laughs> she ate kale salads. Like nobody is doing that. At the end of the day, they're talking about your actual characteristics. Like she was kind, she cared for other people. And those are the characteristics that we need to place more emphasis on being important, mm-hmm. not the way we look like on the outside.
0: Exactly, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> um, I know, you know, because I, I always think about it. It's especially like I when I started this this company, Glow Up Girl. And I remember, like, in the beginning, people were, like, asking me, well, how, where'd you, where'd you, why'd you name it that, where'd you come name And then, you know, they were like, oh, yeah, it's like, and I was like, no, it's not, like, what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. You're going to be thinking about, it's uh, the glow up where somebody used to look this way. And then, you know, all those pictures on Google where it's like, oh, she glowed up. And I was like, no, the glow up is an internal glow up. It's that moment where you realize who you are as a woman, like what you bring to the table, the unique strengths and, you know, that skills that only you possess. And when you realize that there's something that like something like that clicks on the inside that you like know you are part and part of my language, everyone, but you know you're like a badass. You know you got it. You know who you are. You're walking in just pure like badassery. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that is that is what I that's why they named the company Glow Up Girl, because it was like, yeah, and all that internal stuff that just pushes out to the outside, to the exterior, and people see that that internal glow up. So I just think like that's. You know, it's sort of like you said, it's definitely a mindset shift because you have to be it. It involves thinking like even bigger and greater. Uh, And like you said, it's not thinking about like the small things that like won't matter at the end of like your life. Oh, yeah. Like you said, oh, gosh, like that girl, she had great hair. (laughs) her hair was like her hair was amazing but like for someone to say wow but she was like man she was a really awesome person like she cared she took care of those around her like yeah those are the things you want people to to remember absolutely
1: i think too you know as women we don't we spend enough time trying to like avoid i don't know if we avoid or society keeps us kind of locked into that like this is what you're supposed to be um and we kind of take on all these roles as women and -hmm. we don't take the time to like be like what is our glow up what is what makes me like unique and special and like i have this thing um that i have posted on my mirror right now because i'm working through like bringing abundance and like thinking changing my own mindset about myself and it's like what are some qualities i can celebrate about myself today and like, what right. that does is reminds me that it's not about like the accolades or like anything else. It's really about like, I can celebrate for my today that I was honest, that I was, you know, decisive, that I was brave, that I, and like, yeah. those are things we need to celebrate as like qualities mm-hmm. because that's what's like the, like you said, the glow up comes from internal. And when you yeah. start doing that, you walk differently. You think differently. You speak.
0: Yes, Yeah. You right. everything about you. Yes, I definitely agree with you. Um, what are ways that, as women, you know, we can come together as com- in a community, as community, and support each other, um, relating to our confidence, body image, and health? I
1: have been thinking about this one for a while, <laughs> um, and I think honestly, it's recognizing the times that we make it about when, like, if you think about the first time you see someone after a long time, right? The Mm -hmm. You look great. And I'm not I know, that's just like a, a platitude. That's a common thing that we say. But like, for some people that could make the focus be on how they look and not on so like man I missed your smile or like it's so great to hear your laugh again you know kind of making we can take small shifts and then when we're in community like hanging out with our girls and like we know that the diet talk is going to come up that's a conversation and we can be open and be like you know what like that's not, we shouldn't, let's let's shift, change the conversation. Be like, you know what, what book did you read? Or what's the latest show you kind of to, so that we can move away because society has this expectation and that expectation unfortunately is never gonna probably go away. <laughs> We're trying to shift, you know, the narrative shifting, but it's not gonna ever no. um, shift completely. So when we are in a community with girlfriends, we need to be the people who are like changing the game. We need to speak. Um, and show that we're listening and we're hearing and we're seeing them as who they are and when they kind of go down that road of self deprecation or um you know well i'm not these jeans don't fit me anymore it's like oh, well we feel that that's and then it's just like a common thing just be like seasons change it's mm-hmm. if, you get, if you get back to those jeans you do if you don't at least find some new jeans that fit you and own it because we got yeah. to Gotta keep that like
0: mm-hmm. from
1: going down the negative, if that makes sense.
0: And if and if they don't fit, don't donate them because yeah. they'll fit somebody else. <laughs> I had I had this conversation with a coworker last last week actually, where you know she was just saying she was moving and she was just saying like she had all these jeans that you know didn't fit because she's like Cause I haven't lost any pandemic weight and I was like, girl, neither have I. You know what I did? I was like, I donated some clothes. I donate clothes every quarter to the women's shelter it makes me feel good to know that guess what I can't wear them but somebody else will get joy out of these same jeans that I found joy in and I was like you just can't you can't sit in it
1: you can't sit in it
0: like don't don't allow it to like don't allow it to take more time up and it's not gonna live rent free like I'm not gonna be sitting here worried about those jeans because I can find some more pants that fit better (laughs)
1: Girl, I held on to a pair, a skirt for 20 years. I don't, know. the thing was, it was a constant reminder every time I went in my closet that I would never be that size again. And when I got rid of it, guess what? I don't think about that skirt. And I don't think about the fact that I'll never be that size again. Like it's moving on. Like
0: exactly, <laughs> yeah. the dirt out, get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, let it go. <laughs> now t- let's talk about how someone would benefit from working with you. Or you know a body image and having some one on one time with the body image coach.
1: Yeah, honestly, what we talked about how it's it's having a confidence, having someone who's there, you know, to listen to your story. And I think um, that's the first step is not being afraid to share that story and um, having someone be able to guide you through those feelings. Not necessarily that I'm telling you how to feel, but like. Mm -hmm what's the next step? How do I handle this? How can I, the next time I feel, um, you know, like I'm watching a TV show and I start to get down that mental road. If I don't look that way and I'm not that way, how do I stop that? And that is what working with a body image coach is. It's, it's taking your experiences and what you're going through day by day and helping you kind of put tools in place that'll help stop those, those cycles and help you remind you what's more important because, You know you can look at all the stuff on instagram and read the body positivity stuff and like say the affirmations but until you're actually doing some of the deeper work where you're changing that story for yourself with someone who's hearing you and seeing you it's kind of probably stay a little bit you're going to struggle a little bit to get through a lot of that like transformation so i think that's really what working one-on-one is feeling seen heard and knowing Someone is here to like give you the tools that you need to like work through that.
0: Um, When you were just talking, then I just had this thought pop in my head. Have you ever had a client that you said to stay off of social media?
1: Yes. Um, I'm a big proponent and I am also guilty of it, but um, being too involved in social media because it is probably the biggest comparison trap you can ever get yourself into. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, And now they, and it's important to recognize that like, if that is what's keeping you, I know that sometimes I watch television shows like too hot to handle and like that can start me down a spiral. And so until you recognize those triggers and you understand Mm -hmm. like, five seconds ago, I didn't feel bad about my body, but I'm watching this or I'm seeing this on Instagram. And now I feel bad about my body. That's Mm -hmm. the trigger. And I need to take a break. Um, And if if you are a person who's like, I can't live without Instagram, um, curate your social media, make sure Mm -hmm. to get unfollow accounts that are bringing you um, any type of negativity. um, And follow more accounts that make you feel good that represent who you are that represent like people you see and your your community and what you feel is better for you. Um, I, I have had a client where I've told her, you probably have to stay off of social media for a couple of days. See how you feel. Mm-hmm. And like more 90% of the time they walk out and they're like, oh my
0: God, I feel so much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think that's uh, really smart um, because I do think, I mean, I do think, you know, when those are triggers for you, like you do have to stay away from those things, and 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 social media is like a rabbit hole. I mean, you know, it's like a, you know, uh, especially I just use Instagram, probably more so for because that's I'm usually on Instagram or TikTok, but Instagram can just be like a rabbit hole for anything. If you start to look at something, and you're like, oh yeah, and then you go to the you know the explore page, and it's got more stuff like. The stuff that you saw, <laughs> the stuff you saw before, so I I can definitely understand like you know uh, people taking a break from that, taking some time away, and like you said, even being triggered by like TV and, and shows and things of that nature like. But the key the key thing is is to recognize the trigger, yeah, and then be able um and and just like you said, see having a coach, a body image coach, you'll have the tools to be able to, you'll recognize the trigger and then you'll be able to, to utilize some of the tools that you've learned, um, to like, not to make you not feel that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, um, we don't, we don't always know what we don't know when it comes to like trying to like work on something, especially like body image, because there's so many things and we don't know those situations that are going to like pop in that we're like, Holy smokes, this was actually what made me feel. Or, and yeah. then I relate this to this story that I'm not enough, or I relate this to like, I'm not beautiful because this was this story. And it's like the rabbit hole is there. Yeah. yeah. You got to start following that trail and like recognizing where, and you know, then you can get back on social media or you can watch those shows that you enjoy because you are like, ah, wait, I feel that trigger coming. We've already talked about that. It's not right. true, false. I'm moving on like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, And that's really, I think that's important to do as well.
0: Yes, I agree. Um, what are some ways that, um, anyone listening or watching, um, what are some ways they can work with you?
1: Absolutely. So I have, um, I do a one-on-one body image coaching, um, program, and it talks about, it really focuses on stories you've heard about health, um, stories you've probably held on to about self and then, um, stories about exercise and stuff like that. And we, we kind of take it, you know, I take all of it and we, we, we start working through piece by piece, whatever's the most important to you. And, um, I am a big proponent of health and nutrition and fitness and all of that good stuff. And I feel like that's, that's still important, but also recognizing where maybe you're using that to like either, punish your body or Mm -hmm. you're talking negatively to yourself when you're eating something like those are the things that we work through one-on-one it's more intensive and it's it's very much like day by day we're talking almost every day like what's going on what are your thoughts where are your feelings how can we change this what can we shift um and then i i am currently also right now doing what's called body reunion which is a um a very a group program um that i'm running right now that is really focused on um, helping kind of create a community of women who are working on body image and to um, kind of struggle with that relationship of feeling that way in their body that they want to feel. So we talk about the stories, we give them like move them to the new story. What is the new story about yourself? And then I have specialists come in and they kind of help you also like feel that way that you want to feel in your body. It's, it's really crazy. It's very transformational because like one of my favorite things is soul flow, which I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's this idea of, um, basically when you're trying to train change or like adopt a new attitude or a new vision for yourself, you can mm-hmm. kind of get stuck in it and it gets stuck in your body. And so soul flow helps, like, it's just movement. You're dancing to songs and you're just kind of letting go. And then mm-hmm. once you kind of let it go physically, you can then also start working on the emotional aspect. It's so cool. So those oh, are the that two programs cool. that I have that awesome. are working on that. So, yeah.
0: Awesome. I love that. And how can the audience connect to you?
1: Yeah, I'm on Instagram. Um, grow Grit Fit is my name on Instagram. You can also grow grit fit at Gmail. That's my email. If you want to contact me there and Facebook grow grit fit.
0: Awesome. All right. Well, I love this conversation with you. I um, feel like it's always an evolving topic um, to talk about to help women. Um, evolve into the, you know, a body in a place that they're comfortable and they have confidence in themselves.
1: Absolutely. And I love that the glow up mission is all about doing that. It's an internal shift um, so that you can feel the way that you deserve to feel on the outside. And that is hundred yes. percent what I support. So thank you awesome. so much for having me.
0: Of course. Now, before I let you go, we're going to do one more segment, three things with Alex. I'm going to find out a little bit more about you yeah. Um, so my first question is how, it's a two-parter. How do you start and end your days?
1: Ooh, so I start my day with a walk with my dogs. Um, and that to me is like my time. And sometimes I will listen to a podcast, sometimes I don't listen to anything. Um, and that is how I start my day. I end my day um, reading usually. It's like reading, um, cuddling up with the dogs on the couch. <laughs> Dogs. Uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Starting end my day with dogs. <laughs> hey, love that. Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> Much how I end up a lot of parts of my days involve my dog and he's there. <laughs> um. All right. Well, okay. Number two, if you are someone who sets goals or intentions for yourself, um, what's one thing you set for yourself this year that you wouldn't mind sharing? And where are you with that?
1: Oh, I love that question.
0: Um. The goal that I've set for
1: myself is um, I'm working on, <laughs> this, is, this is a very vulnerable thing. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm opening up a little bit, but yeah, I, uh, I, I'm working on my mindset about my, my business. Um, I, I come, I'm in corporate America right now and um, I love corporate America for some of the benefits it has, but when it comes to running your own business, I wanna create a business that reflects who I am And that doesn't bring the pressure. And so I'm unlearning a lot of things about myself. So my goal I set for myself is to create a business or create the way that I feel about my business Mm -hmm. um, to something sustainable, something that I see a long-term possibility in. And I'm building that up by unlearning systems that I learned in corporate America. And so it's a it's been it's been an interesting adventure but um where i'm at right now is um i, I hired a coach <laughs> You know, <laughs> yeah. coaches hired coaches um and That's right. i am you know working through some of the the things that i have that are holding me back my own um limitations that are basically my own belief systems that are keeping me from being successful and uh it's, it's been a process so it's been fun A lot of crying,
0: a lot of healing, but yeah. (laughs) Awesome. Well, hey, I appreciate you sharing that. And um, also, I can certainly understand being a person who works in corporate America (laughs) as well, um, how you have to unlearn some things, especially when you apply it to your own business. So definitely right there with you. All right. And the last question is, what do you do when you have a day off?
1: Oh man, I love so it's we just started getting a little cool. I don't know how it is in Atlanta. I'm in Raleigh, so not far from you, but yeah, yeah. cool today. Um yeah. my favorite thing and it is when it's cool outside to so go outside and sit out with a cup of coffee and like just feel the coldness, like in a sweater and be all snugly and just kind of listen. Um mm-hmm. I love we I love going, we do breweries a lot or wineries, you know, those are kind of mm-hmm. fun so uh-huh hang out and see people. But, um, really, I just, I try to, on a day off, I have one thing that I need to accomplish. Cause I think you always have to have something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To keep, like, okay, I need to attack that pile of clothes that I've left there. Um, and then the rest of the day is me just like celebrating, doing whatever kind of like, I feel like we live in such structured things that I try to be a little bit like spontaneous, whatever comes my yeah. way. So yeah. if it's sitting all day reading a book, that's what I do. <laughs>
0: Awesome. I, there is nothing wrong with that. Right. You gotta find, you gotta find joy, you know, and create the moments of joy for yourself. All right. And before, find the last thing before I let you go. Um, what are the top, uh, three things that you'd like the audience to take away today from our conversation?
1: Yeah. Um, the first thing I want you to take away is, um, bodies change, seasons change. Um, you're okay in whatever season you're in and you're safe in that season, um, regardless of what anybody else is telling you. Number two, I think is to remember that beauty is really truly from the inside. And if you are struggling with that, get into community with people who can help build you up from the inside, get you that confidence, know where your, your strong suits are, know what things make you special and amazing. And they're there, they exist they're there. You just gotta like, gotta lean into them a little bit and trust that other people know what they're thinking, what, what they are as well. And then number three, um, love yourself, (laughs) love yourself and celebrate yourself. Like we say love yourself and we don't really tell you what to do, but it is really loving yourself is about celebrating yourself. And that means taking that time at the end of the day to be like, you know what? I can celebrate this quality of myself today. I can celebrate that. I put the laundry away. I can celebrate that. I did not, you know, like kill my husband or whatever, I'm just joking, but like celebrate yourself every day because I know I don't do enough of it. And so if I'm not doing enough of it, I know y'all aren't doing enough of it. And that is a big thing that'll also make shifts in your life.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. Those were great. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. Well, Alex, you can always come back and share in the future with the Glow Up Girl audience. Mm -hmm. We'd be glad to have you. I would love to come back. Thank you so much for having mm-hmm. me. Awesome. Well, stay tuned, everyone. I'll be right back. Welcome back to the Glow Girl podcast, I'm Kyra. Thanks again to Alex for joining the show today. If you want to learn more about her or her programs, check out the links in the show notes. If you'd like to learn more about Glow Girl, visit us at glowupgirl.com. You can check out past podcast episodes. You can sign up to be a guest on the show, grab our social links and so much more. Um, I hope that you all um, are also checking out our career focused podcast episodes as well. Um, There I share my experience from my personal career journey um, as well as nuggets and resources and so much more. And so if you're someone who is looking to understand your strengths, elevate in your career, or pivot in your career. Um, I think you love these episodes, so go ahead and check those out as well. As always, thank you all so much for joining me today, and I can't wait to see you next week. Until then, stay focused, fab, and glow up. Take care, everyone.